0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive.
2: You two are both on your phones and the music is oh, well, started. you switch
1: our microphones off?
2: You cut us off. Yeah, but. Turn us off. Surely by now you would know that the muse, the intro, is oh. your. That's your cue. To say, and we're back. Well, you are. Welcome yeah. back, Charlie. It's Welcome it's back. Up a while. husband. I'm
3: scared to talk. Why? get in trouble.
2: <laughs> it's the not talking and but ignoring the process. It's intro going... music.
3: We can be on our phones, wait for the music finished. Yeah. Once the music's no, done, not all the... we can start talking.
2: That's not how this works. Oh. We have yeah. the sponsor who is Pioneer Ford and we're eternally grateful for. Oh. Take an hour out of your time. An hour? Yeah, so, isn't that the slogan? Uh, hey. Isn't that the slogan on the... No, it's, well, it's it's worth the drive is the Yeah. Or something like that. The Mark 1 Mustangs there, Charlie. Now that's a car that you should
1: yeah. buy. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least test drive. It's better than that stupid AU. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Leave the AU alone. The old skid pig. Uh, the
1: what? Skid pig.
2: Skid pig. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I, don't that, I don't reckon that would even do a skid,
3: that you.
2: <laughs> Does it, Luke? I don't know. Uh, oh.
3: I don't get that. Uh, yeah. Oh,
2: no, you get something yeah. better than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Last one I got was a Demo Ranger. Which one? The charcoal one.
2: The oh, yeah, that one. Sport... Yeah. <laughs> The XLS oh, Sport. Yes, that one. Is mm. that what we drove? Yes. Oh. Oh, yeah. But
3: well, you got to drive it. Yeah. He did.
2: I mean. We'll listen to it later. Yeah. I don't know whether I'd put him in the Mac 1, though. That might be another job for Phil. Like Why? we did with the GT. Phil Schmiel,
1: whatever. <laughs> well,
2: you know. Phil, if you want to drag.
1: Really? It, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I'm sure my reaction times would be better. <laughs> 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 I'm putting it down <laughs> now, Phil, if you're listening.
2: He does listen because he called me last week after Donnie and I had had a discussion about Trevor Ryan. Yeah, he called me on Saturday morning. Went, look, I'm just listening to the podcast and have f- had a bit of feedback for me, which I appreciate. <laughs> At least I know someone's listening to it. Yeah. Um. So he does listen. So you've thrown down the gauntlet. You could expect a phone call.
3: Yeah. Let's be fair. He's got my switched number. Off now. Who? After that comment, he's got my number, Phil. Phil's, <laughs> Phil's probably switched off now.
2: No. no. No, nah. he'll be giggling. I know exactly what Phil will be doing. Yeah. He'll be giggling to himself going, you're on. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, until anyway,
1: Saturday I'm working, so don't try and ring me that day.
2: Saturday we've got a home game anyway, <laughs> yeah. so oh. he'll be a little bit preoccupied. because <laughs> it's the first game on our home courts, which is exciting. Oh. On our new courts, I should say. Speaking of which, before we go too far into this, the entrance to the footy ground has changed. and As an Ambo, you'll need to know that. Not that you'll be working here though, will you? Anyway, but so the entrance for everything is now via the leisure centre entrance. And you go left for the netball and right for everything else. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right for junior footy and So have they put
1: a new gate in or is just the
2: old gate? It'll be the the old gate, but the the um yeah, it'll be that gate at the toilets there. But it'll be um that's where you'll pay. So the Robin Street one won't be open. Obviously the Latchy Road one won't be open. I'm sure there'll be signs. People, there you know, will be signs and there'll be pronounce. something going up on Facebook. In fact, by the time this comes out, it will be up on Facebook already because yep. I put the drone up today to take care of that. So there you go. That's one little bit of urgent local news Oof, we lucky. need to get out. Get that out of the way.
3: Is that now, permanent now?
2: Um, it will be for the rest of the seniors until the new entrance goes in. Right. And that work starts next week. Speaking Rudy. of work, solar yeah, panels going up say. on the <laughs> on the re- <laughs> on the resource centre. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, Jar- okay. uh Jared Arts a- Electrical are up there oh, doing that's that nice. Are they a yeah. paid sponsor? No, they're not a paid no, sponsor. What I just them. saw the vans <laughs> and I went, Oh, we don't worry about, about that.
1: Maybe they should be now.
2: Maybe they should be. Yeah.
1: Mm. Get them on board.
2: <laughs> yes. Luke, you're here to talk about Ozkick. I am. I've had some what feedback. Actually yeah, Charlie gave me some feedback. My little
3: mate Charlie gave me feedback. What?
1: No, my little mate Henry,
2: he loves
3: it. Does he? Yeah. It's good. hope so. That's the aim. Yeah. It's not it about really us. Good. It's about the kids.
2: Mm. Mm. But more than that, the parents are very positive with their feedback.
3: Yeah. yeah. I've got a bit of feedback, which is pretty good. Oh, that's good. I'm pretty OCD.
2: You are very OCD. So I like
3: to be organised.
2: Mm. Mm. I'm yeah. the same.
3: you. Are you right no, for helpers?
2: Yeah. Never. Or do you need we'll more? We always want more. I would like more, so I don't have to commit to...
3: I've given you an extra one this week. I, I saw that yep. and
2: I'm very grateful. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But that way if... Uh, but mums and dads, you don't, don't yeah, have to mums be just and dads. dads. Yeah, yeah. mums Yeah, There's more mums that help than dads. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. There's still a few that like to sit and watch, which is fine, absolutely yeah. fine. Um, it's no pressure. No, but anyone that wants to get involved, absolutely. Actually, the, the you know, The more help is Gian- the easier it
3: is and the better it is for the kids.
2: Yes. Gian, Calinda um, Egan's little girl, yep. I shouldn't say little, she's not that little anymore. She wants to help, so she's going to come and help me this week okay. to, as well. beautiful. Which is great, because oh, she's too old good. to do kick, but I think she'd be a cracker Playing it because she's mm. a good basketballer, good, good athlete. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's on the cards for big the coming numbers. week? Is yes. it big
3: numbers? <laughs> big numbers. I've got yeah. seventy-two registered. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well. So Mark's stitched me up, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's not doing it now, is he? <laughs> no, because he reckons he used to get oh anywhere from thirty maybe forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what he 70, told you. Seventy-two registered every week. Seventy-two. Oh, we're probably getting we're getting over sixty. Jesus, it's a lot of I people. I, I worked it at one day. I had kids. 68 was the best we've had yet. Yeah. Yeah, which is still a lot of kids.
2: It's a lot of kids.
3: Yeah. And I haven't got enough so helpers. You to don't split. really do games, do you? It's just all skills. It's all skill so. stuff. And then we do the last 10 minutes, we're doing sort of mini games Yeah, mm-hmm. in their age groups.
2: Yeah. So I reckon, though, if you did just, like, kick the footy and tell them to chase after it, they'd do that too. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's yeah.
3: what
1: junior footy is anyway. Yeah. yeah.
3: But see, so the bigger the clubs lot. in Melbourne that, well, that'll have, say, 100 kids – They'll split they'll have enough helpers and coaches and all that to run separate like actual separate sessions for age groups. Oh yeah. Whereas I've sort of in that in that limbo period, like I haven't got so enough what to you split got, them all up into the Like their age what's groups. your majority of the ages? Like what's a... It's actually pretty even. So oh. it's like um, I think the kinder kids I've got eleven of. Yeah. And I've got sort of a dozen of each age group. Kinder prep
2: yeah. ones, twos,
3: threes and fours. Mm.
2: It's up to grade four. That's the thing. I didn't realise it went up so high. Yeah. Any um. Yeah. Yeah,
3: potential stars? There is a couple of little girls in there that are yeah. really skillful. Yeah. really yeah. skillful. So obviously with the way footy's developing at the moment, by the time they get to that age, there should be some good pathways yeah. for them if mm. they stick with it.
2: When are we getting a female? It's on the cards. It's on the cards. Yeah. The cards. yeah. yeah. Well, it's then, no, it's
3: Milliver, isn't it? Uh, no, it's Sunraysia Women's Sun Sunraysia Women's. But oh. they, they use yeah. all the clubs. So yeah. it is Miller League clubs and Sun League.
2: But Robin yeah. Vale will have one eventually. I've spoken to Phil about it. Um and I know Phil's having conversations and that's what the change room that's going next to the netball um courts yeah. will have it's 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 a good facility enough to accommodate two female footy sides as well. Oh nice. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. So there is that forward planning where, you know. Things are being thunk about, and it's being really well planned, and it's yeah. and so it won't be too far along. Yeah. Um, Look, I'll be too old happen, to play.
3: It'll happen prior, but say within ten you're years, talking, no. it'll it'll be just common.
1: You are too old to play footy now.
2: I resent that comment. How many? Charlie, oh, I'm going to
3: say you're She's eight. too old to play netball. <gasps> she's still doing excuse it.
2: Excuse me. Did you see the photo that Maz took of me at, at Irene pulled the yeah, other day? I, there was an air. Yeah. there did
1: she? she did air. she Photoshop that? No. Oh.
2: Excuse me. <laughs> Jay,
1: that was <laughs> two <laughs> rounds ago. We move on.
2: Oh, yeah. wow. Excuse me, you're a Hawthorne supporter and you're talk, still talking about three-peat this, three-peat that, and that was, what, four years ago?
3: Anyway. Mate, we're going to have another three-peat too. Uh, right.
2: What, in Wooden spoon? 20, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. do worry about us.
1: Uh, yeah, so what night are we talking? <laughs> Thursday night, four o'clock.
3: You want to come and help? Uh, no, I'm
1: working. Oh, okay. So come sure back are. to work tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I will. Next That's week convenient. I convenient. It's very convenient.
3: Next week I will come down. Yes, yeah, so four Henry. o'clock. Um... It's pretty good. If any help helpers out there that'll want to help come mm. in early. Or even any
2: of the senior footballers. Senior the kids footballers, would love yeah. that, wouldn't
3: they? Leon was there a couple of weeks back and helped me yeah. out, which was good.
2: Yeah, because Benji does it as well. Benji and Antonio do it. Yeah. Um and yeah, but the kids love it when the seniors come down. They do. Like there's no reason that Leon and Trav, you know, school teacher hours, they're done yeah. by four o'clock, aren't of they? Ish. Maybe Donnie come down. Should be. Donnie could come superstar down. Superstar of town. superstar. Yeah, that's yeah. right. In fact, In you region. should uh, you should formally reach out and ask for the uh, winning interleague coach to come and make a guest appearance yeah. this week. No. Nah, we'll reach are out. Over him. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Well, okay. It's a short, short news cycle What's at
3: this point. At mm. Junior footy. These kids look down at him. Oh, oh
0: wow. Well, Donnie, that's I, I not
1: the I need someone these not kids not look uh, up the to, the not down, <laughs> down at him. That's
3: not the thoughts and I, or and I mean physically, not the Bale podcast.
2: God. um now tell us about next saturday there's something exciting
3: happening next saturday with uh Auskick. there it is so we've been invited for the halftime game in melbourne mm-hmm. mcg mm-hmm. who's playing collingwood and geelong oh, the who uh, cares cup exactly mm. yeah we'll play halftime and get out of there yeah um,
2: but it's very restrictive isn't it very restrictive
3: um we can only say it's probably due to covid
2: is it really so
3: they're only they're only running four oskick games on the field Oh yeah, and of like because normally they have uh, oh there's usually a ton of them. I think eight or ten yeah. games yeah. squeezed into the oval so there's only four games twelve kids a game so six versus six so you can only take so six kids. Sunraysia are doing the whole that that game yep. so there's seventy kids out of the ten centres wow so I can take seven oh, seven okay. kids and seven parents
2: seven kids out of seventy two kids yeah. so, so you work from the top but they need to be over grade two don't they. Yes. is age grade, limit?
3: Yeah, grade two, yeah. three and four I can take. So I've just basically started at the top of the list. Yep. Priority to the kids that won't be there next year. Yep. Um, that'll be off and playing junior footy because mm. te- technically the kids that are, will be doing it again next year will, will get an opportunity Yeah, next yeah. Year. So, um, yeah, it's a bit tough but um, it's exciting too for the kids that can do it.
2: Mm. Stressful for you though trying to organise it, isn't it? Um,
3: probably not. no was a really? bit. No, because initially it was – I got an email lunchtime Friday, we need to know by 2 o'clock today. Oh. And like, can't do it. Yeah. It was like, how am I going to organise this? Mm. And then I got an email back from the guy today and he seems pretty uh, – we'll sort it out this week sometime. Oh, okay. But they haven't given us nothing, much notice, like two weeks' notice. Mm. Yeah. Normally you get over a month mm. to organise sort of stuff. So I um, spoke to Jamie Buchanan, we've got to organise a bus.
2: Thanks, Safinas.
3: Down and back in a day. Are <laughs>
1: yeah. they yeah, yeah. uh sponsor of the Vale podcast? No, but they're a sponsor the of Ozkick now. Kick now. Oh, good. Yeah. Got yeah. them. So,
3: yeah, so we'll leave at sort of 6, 6.30, head down and come straight back after. It'd be a long day. 6.30 in the morning? Yeah. To and then they're coming back after? One forty five game, yeah. Geez, I feel sorry for those yeah. kids. Well, there's some families that were thought about staying down there and making a uh, weekend yeah. of it, but you know, some families probably either couldn't afford to or don't want to or... Mm.
2: Sorry, I so think I if we can Sorry. help
3: out as a club and at least make it happen for the kids, we got? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah that be
2: good. It's yeah. all about the kids. Yep. Exactly. So
1: uh, you've got obviously
3: picked seven. Yep. Can we name them? Like is it – <laughs> Is know? it yeah. a side? Yeah, is it big, big, reveal. big reveal. Well, I can't remember him to be honest <laughs> <It was laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> so I've got – let me think about this. I've got young Corey Valinotti. Alfie Dukes. Alfie Dukes. Oh. George Harler.
2: He's, he's a, a cracking kid. Yeah, he's a good little kid. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um, Rose Corcoran. Yenna Buchanan, Tannen Higgins. Who's the last one? Who's the last one? Um, Oliver Fielding. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Great. Yeah. Oliver or – no, is it Ollie or his older brother?
3: Uh, Flynn.
2: Who's, Flynn. I guess I no. Flynn,
3: on. sorry. So, yeah. Congratulations, get kids. and all the best. Let's So yeah. mixed yeah. up all the yeah. time. Yeah, um, yeah so That'd be good. those seven good for him. are there, yeah. Um, <laughs> as I said, it took so, – and they weren't necessarily all the oldest. There was a few older ones that couldn't make it mm. um, or didn't want to or – for whatever reason, so that's that's fine. Yep, if they want it, they're still there next year. They can get a chance
2: and mm. yeah,
3: we'll go from there. But no, it should be fun. Should be a fun day. Should long be a fun. Day. Day. It's It'll always a
2: day, how exciting though for the kids. Is it the yeah. MCG too? Isn't it? Yep,
3: MCG. So yeah. I did a couple of years back with Brooklyn. Yeah, and my oldest, and it was awesome. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, mm. and even as a parent, I went out to go and do the goal umpiring. And yeah, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's so, pretty exciting. Like even with that, like at the time we went, he was at the Wurundjeri Footy Club, and they took. Went, 20 kids yeah. yeah and all parents and had like half a dozen helpers I've got seven kids and I can only take two helpers out with me wow day. so yeah mm. anyway it's it's obviously I understand why with COVID and yeah. having too many people around and it is what it uh, is it is what it is that's right mm. so but yeah at least we're getting an opportunity
1: hey are we finished for footy Go I yeah. ask you a question about golf okay go. Okay. uh is it finals this week Premier for the, League.
3: For the Premier League. It's yeah. a grand final this Saturday. Well, there you go. Because I was yeah.
1: talking to PJ. He's pretty pumped. No, he's not. But I was making it out. Who's PJ? I was asking if he was pumped. Who's PJ? <laughs> Peter Drew.
2: Can you just, yeah. like, let's pretend that he is pumped. Yeah.
3: No, he is. He mm. is. He's He's yeah. pretty excited. So the two sides that made it through was the uh, the swingers, which is uh, a lot of our regulars at play. Stephen Clark and David Peniongo and Jason Apo, Michael Johnson and Laurie Rogers from OU. Mm-hmm. So they're and they're regulars. They play most weeks, so they've been able to put competitive scores in every week. Yeah, and they're playing against the Shoe Wedge Mafia.
2: I saw that name. I made that up. What did you really? Is that your <laughs> oh, team?
3: No, no. Oh. no that's, that's, so that's El Presidente. <laughs> that's David Smith, yeah. Paul Jukes, Peter Jury, Barry Evans, and um. So what happens this week? Did the whole five of them play? Yeah. So it's every each week. It was it's a five person team event, and they play each week. And the three best scores get put towards a team score. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. So at least on, a, on a, any Saturday you needed at least three people there yeah. To, yeah, to submit yeah. a team score. Oh. Yeah. So they made it through and your grand final went to try and encourage them to play against each other. Yeah. Because yeah, you didn't normally have to play against each other throughout the normal rounds. Yeah. But try and get them to go out and play head to head and sort of get in each other's ear and have a, yeah, bit, of a be good. bit of fun with it. So hmm. been a bit slack with some um, awards and medals and stuff. but
2: Go and see Bruce. I've done it. They're all done. Oh. Yeah. Will they be here?
3: Not this week. We'll going for next week. Oh. Oh,
2: so we'll so, do a presentation. I was going to say, so you could have like presentation. a, yeah, that's a good yeah. excuse for an event Yeah, not yeah. After, later yeah. on. Yeah.
3: So, and we'll do a um, best and fairest. I've got the results for that as well. So they'll get a medallion.
2: Best and fairest in yeah. golf. Who's had the best throughout like, the whole Premier League So thing? Yeah, it's basically. Like an MVP.
3: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah. Who Can we announce that? No. You're not going to give me an exclusive? No. Why?
3: Because the season hasn't finished yet.
2: Oh, so the, you get votes in the grand no. final as well? Oh No.
3: But we'll do the presentation when we uh, do yeah. the
2: team. The you don't do the team uh, presentation. Okay. Yeah, I'm always looking for an exclusive, Well, it's all, She
3: wants the Brownlow medal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the it,
0: hell is
2: that? It's Ellie Kappa trying to ring because she's our next guest. So we're so going to have to go. that's to go? Yeah, pretty much. She's going to get back crickets. to break anyway. Thanks for having me. We'll talk about, we'll cricket, talk about cricket with Tom Lister. Yeah, and once um, we get that the thing that we were just talking about down the street sorted out, that could be something exclusive to talk about right. and exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Have you forgotten, right? Lorette? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Righto,
2: <laughs> Luke. Thanks, thanks very much.
3: Thank you, Charlie. Cheers, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for lunch. No worries. Anytime.
2: <laughs> Did you pay for his too? Yeah, yeah. Did you really? Of course. And yeah. you weren't going to pay for mine?
3: <gasps> no, because you gate crashed it. I didn't even know you were coming. <laughs> it's true. It yeah. is true. Boys date and the wife rocks up. Yeah. Embarrassing. Well, you I shouldn't know.
2: have told me. Are we stopped recording? No. Oh. Okay, we are now. Bye. All right, see you. An update on state politics with state member for Mildura, Ali Copper. Again, not a serious journo insight, but they look like they're having fun, so that's something.
1: Oh, and we're back. That's not the intro. Are we back? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yes. Oh, and we're back.
2: Oh, wow. You know... I would have thought after 87 episodes, Charles, you'd be getting better at this. I haven't been here for 87. (laughs) No, but you've been here for a fair chunk. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Ali Kappa, how are you? Good, thank you, Jade and Charlie. I'm good. Are you really? Because it has been a bit of a, um, it's been Been a hectic week. A couple of weeks for you.
4: Yeah, yeah, it, it has been. There, there was a um, there, there's a guy I know who's um, a bit of a political commentator, and he's been involved in politics for a fair while. And he wrote a piece the other day which I really related to. He said that politics is like the civil branch of war, mm. which really resonated with me. You know that there are there are a whole lot of ups and downs in politics, and when your cropping hits, it really is intense and. Um, and last week for me felt a bit like a war zone. <laughs> yes. um, but but at the same time, it, it's not it's not my first. I mean, I'm, I'm using analogies left, right, and centre, but it's not my first rodeo. You know, mm. like I'm I'm not new to this. You know, I've I've been um, sort of a bit of a. Um, and I don't mean this in an arrogant way. I just mean in terms of genuinely breaking new ground. Like I, I guess because of my style and my brand, I have been a bit of a trailblazer over the last twelve years. I've done things differently, mm. um, and and that, that that always regularly attracts pushback um, because it's hard. You know, new, new things can be hard, and certainly, um, you know, d- you know the, the making a coalition um, with a high-powered upper house MP. Um, as an independent MP, hadn't been done before. Um, and, but I gave it a shot and, and I'm proud of the fact that I gave it a shot because, you know, anything, it, it's my job to to um, put us in the best strategic position to get the best results in a four-year term. And, um, you know, you, you, you need to make gutsy moves sometimes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, we haven't lost anything from it, but what we have done is got a significant foothold for our RateGate campaign. So so that's something. I'm on great terms with Fiona um, and onwards and upwards.
2: Yeah, that was going to be my next question. How are you and, and Fiona's relationship, your personal relationship now? Are you still on speaking terms? Has there been no change? Oh. Is it-
4: <laughs> yeah, no, Fiona's great. I mean, she, she completely understood um, the position I was placed in, you know, Um the what what happened was I was being completely unfairly blamed for political reasons, you know, political opportunism. I was being unfairly blamed for things that that were completely beyond my control, that were being done by other individuals, including a party. Mm. Um, you know, and and that's just not something I was prepared to to cop. You know, it, it's it's uh, other. I mean, you know, aside from being a politician, I'm also a person, and I just knew. The impact of that level of unfair treatment, you know, people, um, you know, uh, falsely claiming that I had joined a party, you know, falsely claiming I was no longer independent, um, you know, falsely claiming that I was um, playing, you know, dirty, underhanded tactics, you know, just to have that level that you so unfairly, (laughs) um, especially in in this case, it would have been over an 18 month period because they weren't going to be taking their foot off the pedal um, until the election. Um, it, it's just something that was going to take too much of a toll on me, and was such a distraction from my core work. You know, we're, we, we, we i am doing, I believe, really good work. You know, we've 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 had some huge wins. You know, we've we've already got two hundred and thirty dollars, two hundred and thirty bucks, two hundred and thirty million dollars of investment. You know, we brought the hospital back. We're getting really important. Um, you know, compromises built into water trading rules. You know, we've got the moratorium on the new planting, so that our our local family farmers have got more of a shot at staying afloat in a competitive water market. You know, big dollars for, um, you know, um, drought relief. You know, big changes to planning in the Moyer, so that blockies have you know um, access to retirement funds that they weren't able to have before because of silly zoning rules that that completely buggered up their plans. You know, we're we're doing good stuff and. And, and it, it was just a shame that, you know, I guess the strategic opportunity for rate reform was just so badly misrepresented by my political opponents in a way that was also, and I'll give them credit for it, very effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they were doing a bloody good job of it. And, 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 I, and I just had to close off that opportunity. I had to close off that avenue to them, even if it meant that it was going to reduce my leverage on rate reforms. Mm. because rate reform is just one thing. You know, I've got a whole lot of other stuff and, and that, that I need to focus on as well and I just don't need the distraction.
1: So yeah. Ellie, oh, sorry. Mm. No, go on. Um, so just for everyone out there, so the main reason you're separated, well, not separated, but went your own way from Fiona, is it just mm-hmm. personally uh, for the personal reasons or was it, you know, did you have no, it's the different- domain scandal. Yeah, but is there different, uh, different political views as well or is it just –
4: Oh look, the, the, see, look this this was the thing right so so Fiona and I the, the whole idea of the the reason coalition and it was, look it, it wasn't a formal coalition in the way that the the Lib Nats have a coalition like their their coalition is very rigid it's subject to a contract or you know or, you know a contract of sorts an MOU I mean I don't I belong to the coalition but, but there's a coalition agreement that sets out certain rules and um, and expectations and things like that. That wasn't what Fiona and I had. What, what essentially the, the 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 deal that Fiona and I did to work together strategically on certain issues um, was was based on the fact that what was in it for her. Well, what was in it for her was she was able to um, have a presence in the region where her party wanted to build a brand. Right. Um, what was in it for me was balance of power in the upper house.
2: Mm, yeah. Which is <laughs> so, something that you don't you don't often get as an independent, especially you know a new independent um, coming well, in. Mm.
4: Exactly, and and it's well you, sometimes you can, but but it's it's, it's due to fact factors completely beyond your control. So so you don't know when you're elected, how Parliament's going to be composed in that particular year, mm. right? So. So um, what, and that's a, that was a key difference between myself being elected in two thousand and eighteen, you know, and sorry, and um, Susanna Sheed, independent for Shepparton, being elected in two thousand and fourteen. So when when Parliament um, was was elected in two thousand and fourteen, Susanna nearly had the balance of power, mm, yeah. right? So so, but, but that's not because I mean, look, Susanna is an incredibly talented woman. I, I don't want to take that away from her, but she was also lucky.
0: Yeah, you know, and, um,
4: yeah, and, and, and for but for me, I sort of had the opposite. Like when I was elected, Labor had the biggest majority yeah. <laughs> they've just about ever had in the in the lower house. So so that meant for me, um, not that I wasn't doing well, I was doing well, but I wanted a place at the policy table, and I saw an opportunity to be able to form that relationship with with someone in the upper house who clearly has power, who clearly is an excellent policy negotiator. Yep. Um, and, th- and that was the purpose of the coalition, just to be able to work together on those things. Beyond that, Fiona, Fiona, who's her own woman, independent politician, says and does what she likes. I'm the same. But the problem was it was just too good an opportunity for my opponents, for political reasons, to make me responsible for everything she said. Uh, okay. You yeah. know, yeah. To, 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 spin, to spin the lie, which was a lie that I was no longer independent, to spin the lie that I had joined the Reason Party. You know, all of those things were just lies. Yeah. Um but they but they were effective lies and if you and if and if you want to spread that sort of propaganda for long enough, eventually it's gonna do damage and that's what they knew and that's why they were doing it. Um and so for me it got to Thursday night and you know, I, I remember someone saying to me, Oh, it's gonna look very reactive if you if if you quit now, like it looks like you're just doing what the Nats want I said, I don't care. I'm getting out of this. this um, these games. I do not want to be embroiled in this. This is my values. This is my reputation. I am out. Mm. How, how, are going, um, uh,
1: was- how are you going? personally and physically and mentally? Yeah, with all this.
4: Yeah, look, I, I'm not not too badly. I mean, look, one of the things, one of the things for me is I have an extraordinary team and an extraordinary family. Um, I have a, I have a really good relationship with my electorate. I'm not the sort of politician who always pretends that every single day is a good day.
0: Mm.
4: You know, that's not what I do. I'm very, I have a very open, honest relationship with my electorate where I say, yeah, look, this, this is tough. Mm. And, and what, what that means is, you know, I get so much support. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, last Thursday, Felt to me like I was in a war
0: zone.
4: Yeah, it's that sort of feeling. It's like being in combat, and and you just your shells and mortars are coming down, and you don't know which way to step next. Mm. Um, But but you you, and you and you have to make a decision, and the decision is um, you know is you know in a context of uncertainty. Um, But but eventually you just got to kind of go with your gut, and and that's that's what I what's what I did.
2: Yeah, as an independent, Ellie. It must be. I mean, politics is a lonely game at the best of times, much less not yeah. having that guidance, mentorship and that safety almost of a major party around, or not even a major party, but any party so you've got, you know, a little bit of company at least to yeah. bounce things off. And I guess is that kind of what Fiona gave you and how are you coping without that, without, without that sort that, of, yeah. yeah?
4: Well, look, it's a good question. I mean, she didn't because I was never a member of a party, so mm. it wasn't sort of like a, a, a feeling. I mean, once upon a time I was a member of the ALP and and, and there, there is a, especially with Labor because it's so monolithic and so powerful, you know, like that feeling of being in a tribe,
0: Yeah. Mm.
4: you know, and, and there, there is absolutely protection in being in a tribe and and, and that, and, and I, often as an independent, you know, I've sort of, because I had experienced that before, it has, I had been very conscious of that aloneness that mm-hmm. you have when you're independent, but of course you get a whole lot of other things that you don't get when you're in a party, you know, in terms of your freedom to run your own race and those sorts of things which I value even more. The, the thing, um, so so the thing that, the moment where I, I was like, yeah, you know, this this <laughs> it's a shame. Like I, I, I had no choice. I had to leave the Reason Coalition. I had no choice, but... Um, the sad moment for me was was yesterday actually where I was in a meeting with my rate gate um, team um, and and we were doing a, an interview with a journalist and 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 we were sort of ta- you know sort of throwing ideas around and and it kept coming up that you know what we kind of need is if we need Metro ratepayers to understand the injustice of this to try and encourage them to maybe want to be more generous with you know saying hey we're, we're happy to, to pay a $10 dollar. Um, you, know, you know, an extra 10 bucks for our rural country cousins who are growing our food. And we're happy to do that on the back of our rate bills every year or yet yeah, every year to be able to help level the playing field. You know, it's a shame we can't, we don't have a an avenue to the Metro market to start to tell that story. And I was like, well, we had one. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we, we did have one and it was a bloody good one. And Fiona Patton was on free AW all the time. And, and, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Neil Mitchell was saying, "Oh my God, rates, regional rates! Our switchboard is lighting up. We've yeah, never sure. seen anything like this." Mm. Um, and she was there, and she was up in the upper house, and she was asking questions of Sean Lean. And Sean Lean was saying the premier was interested, and Sean Lean was saying that we want to start with roads funding and blah 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 blah. Um, but again, I think at, you know, so so it's a shame. I mean, I, I was I was going to, I, I almost had to just accept. Um, for the sake of my, basically my entire legacy and most of my work, that I was going to have to lose that leverage I wanted on rates
0: mm. because
4: I couldn't, I could, I just couldn't have it all, you know. Um, yeah. And so I, 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 will continue the rates campaign because I'm a determined girl, yeah, and, and I will. And I don't think it's that I've lost Fiona, but but uh, you know, um, she, I mean, she's certainly not going to get in the way of regional rate reform. But she, uh, for obvious reasons, I mean, politics is a strategic game. Mm. She's only going to invest her resources, you know, as member for Northern Metro, yeah. um, in something if it ultimately is a direct benefit for you know yeah. Yeah, her right, work. Yeah. Mm. that's that's right. And and so of course her interest was. Um, you know, based on the idea that, you know, well, my electorate relies on you guys, you know, we want you guys to be financially sustainable because you're growing our food and, and that's all good, but it sort of helps when she had a, a legitimate platform to be involved, you know, um, whereas now because I've sort of said, look, I, I you know, I, I'm just going to step away from this, she's kind of lost something too. Um but, you know, onwards and upwards, you know, we've, we've got, we have done extra, I have done extraordinary work. My team has done extraordinary work over the past two and a half years with a huge amount of support from the electorate. Um, we've got 18 months to go. Um, not, you know, this typically the third budget of a term is not always the most, um, exciting budget of a term. Um, but I'm still hopeful that, that we'll, we'll get, um, some, some good little wins. Uh, And then it's all eyes on that final budget um, next year um, to bring it home.
2: I've said this to you before. I would have thought, given that that you're an independent, uh, I, I would have thought that the Andrews government would be Shower, I mean, you look at Shepparton and honestly, and like you said before, Susanna Sheed is a, an amazing woman and the streets mm. of Shepparton are paved with gold. I was over there the other day. They've got a <laughs> Carl's Jr. now. I nearly flipped out. The amount of development that's going on there and all this other stuff. Yeah. And she got a lot of funding and she got a lot of love in that third third, and fourth budget. Do you, do, do you think that the same thing is going to happen here? Because I would have anticipated that... And Dan Andrews and his government will do whatever it takes to keep the Nats and the Libs out of Mildura. Or do, do you well, think because well, look, the majority is so, so big now, they're not even worried about it?
4: Well, look, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that, that's, again, I, I just can't know what other people are thinking. That's mm. the first thing, right? And I think I've become better at that over the course of my time as an MP speculating on what other people are thinking <laughs> can, be just, can, can be just a road to nowhere like oh. because, you know, it's, it's wasted energy, you know, because yeah. you're never going to know.
2: Mm. Um, not in anything, not me. only politics, <laughs> in everyday life.
4: Well, that's right. And, and speculating, you know, I did an interview before with ABC and they're saying, so, um, you know, what, um, what's going to happen in the budget? I said, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what do you to happen in the budget? Well, I hope to get everything I want. You know, what if you don't? you <laughs> it. You know, like, but again, it's like, well, what? You know, what else will you be disheartened? Well, yeah, but you know, we keep fighting. You know, yeah. so um, that—that's my job. You know, and that's what I—I'm focused on what I can control. What I can control is the quality of my advocacy. You know my availability to my stakeholders. You know the persistence of of, of the push. You know we we, for example, you know the um, the the hospital. You know bringing Muldura Base Hospital back into public management after twenty years of being in a failed privatisation experiment that was impacting us all, including Robinsdale. Right? Um, that was a bloody long fight. That was seven years mm. of of um and and not a linear trajectory. It wasn't like oh things were going you know a little bit better every single day is there were some massive blows along the way you know we um, including in um, cuz the campaign the campaign sort of got started around 2011 2012 um, and and it was you know, 2015 i think that um, the government just said um, it's too bad we're renewing it yeah, yeah. how is the you hospital know, tracking that was now a massive blow? yeah sorry how is
2: the hospital tracking now
4: well, it's done great, guns. Like you know, the the um. I mean, I know that my political opponents are again trying to tell people that it's a terrible disaster, but that's just not the case. How? Like, I mean, in terms of recruitment, you know, if you, if you the, we, we have managed to attract one of the um state's best obstetricians in Dr. Brian McCulley wow. to Muljira. Mm,
0: yeah.
4: You know, um, we we um, have you know a a public board. That is prioritising things like um, you know access for Aboriginal people mm. um, in, in ways such as you know the extraordinary foyer um, reads artwork that which looks dead. awesome
1: by the way mm. yeah
4: yeah the things like um, you know I I one of the one of the problems with privatisation was just if anyone had a complaint it was they were treated as if they were a potential litigant yeah. and um, essentially like um, intimidated into never saying anything again. Mm-hmm. When when I get feedback to, to my office about someone who has had a, a, an experience at the hospital that they've been disappointed with, there has been more than one occasion where I've called the CEO within a couple of days to say, "Terry, I think you need to talk to this person." He's like, "It's already happened. I had lunch with them yesterday." Oh,
0: beautiful! Yeah. Just yeah. on you know, on the, on the so hospital.
4: Treat people like human beings is, yeah. is one of the, the biggest changes. Mm. Um, and and look now now that we're comparing apples with apples against all other hospitals in the state. And that that really sets us up to make a really strong argument for a big capital expenditure bid. That was, you know, that to that was going to be my question.
1: <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Yeah. Like, is there any like, is there anything in the in the pipeworks? Is there is are you is that on your radar?
4: Oh yeah. So so my so in terms of I mean there's a whole lot of stuff that that is always on my um, wish list. You know um, for for the electric You know things that you know we, we want. Um, a, a, a industrial head processing facility, ten million bucks. We want sunny taste smart farm redevelopment. That's ten million bucks. You know, we want a Kitty Hawk museum. You know, we want um p- money for pistachio, processing in Robinvale. You know, all the different like, roads, funding. You know, all of those sorts of things. But I have my big two, um, you know, dreams. Right, mm. number one and two on my list, and number one and two on my list doesn't change. Right. Yeah. Um, and number one is always going to be restoration of passenger rail to Algeria because we are Victorians too and we bloody deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two is a brand-new hospital. Yeah. Speaking of railways,
2: Ellie, the Murray Basin, Murray Darling Basin, oh, my God, I can never say this right. I never, ever. Neither
4: can I. I, I, never
2: get, <laughs> and I can never get it out and say it like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Because the rail project.
4: Because I'm so used to saying, so saying Murray Darling Basin, and that's yeah. the thing that buggers you are because then you go got to say Murray Basin rail exactly and it's, yeah, it's
2: a hard one. yeah 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 murray basin rail project that still yeah. has do you think we're going to see any money for that i mean i i know you just said we can't we don't know what anyone's thinking but yeah. you know we've got our roads are so terrible and we're, the trucks are getting bigger and bigger like surely putting some money or finishing that project will take some of those trucks off the road and alleviate some of the issues we've got with the state roads how hopeful are you that we're going to see some money for that,
4: um, well, again, I, I, asking me the question, how hopeful am? Look, again, I'm trying to, you know, guess what. What I can say is based on my discussions with Jacinta Allen, she doesn't seem particularly excited about it. Mm. I can tell you that. Mm. Um, but, but the other, but the other thing is too that um, you know this this from the beginning was a state and federal project. So, so um, the fate of the project rests on an agreement between the state and the feds, essentially. So, mm. what the feds did when they um, they contributed—got to get the figures right now—but was it was it an extra two hundred million? I think they put towards it, and then the state put an extra fifty million towards it. Yeah. So, the idea was to to close off the project at two hundred fifty million dollars. Uh-huh. Um, but with the federal government, I think it was something like ten million to try and say to the state. Um, can you update I don't know, the business the case business or something pa- case, yeah. to see, yeah, to see um, you know, exactly how much it would cost to complete the entire thing. Mm. Um, you know, for the most part, the, though, that it was the feds and the state saying, we are okay with the revised version. Let's fund that. Yep. Right? Yep. Um, so my job is to continue lobbying for our interests. Which is for the full standardisation to occur. Yep. Um, with the uh, the best I can say is, um, you know, I keep doing that um, zealously and to the best of my ability with my stakeholders. Just since it doesn't seem excited about it, <sighs> which is that's a, that's a real a <laughs>
2: yeah. It is a real shame because. Honestly, it's – I mean, not only will that, that – if that was finished and everything was brought up to standard and it's standard gauge, I think, and I get a little bit confused between the, the yeah, issues. A- yeah, because the sleepers are – that there are some parts of the rail system now where their sleepers are being replaced, but if the project was going to be upgraded to standard gauge the, the whole way through, then those sleepers uh-huh. need to be replaced again. So even on, a, on a, a ground level, the whole project just seems to be – Oh, Ballsack. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, for want of a better term, but yes. Um, oh. So I think you know our, our ministers need to be more excited about this, so we can keep getting food to the ports. It's, just, it's pretty yeah, simple, yeah. really.
4: Well well, 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 that's right. I mean, we, we do want, and, and look, one one of the problems with the Murray Basin Rail Project was that it was always going to be a billion dollar project, mm. and and four hundred and forty million dollars was allocated to it.
0: Mm and this you is, know yeah. and and, one,
4: and so and and that and that's the problem and um and what happened i mean going back to my original um pitch during the campaign last time the big parties are failing us to me this is a pretty clear example of the big parties failing us don't want to be too mean to the big parties because of course they're always so nice to me yeah. but, <laughs> <laughs> but but this is the problem right that um what happened in 2000 and I think it was, because it was a two thousand and four. It was basically the, the two hundred and twenty million dollars, the original two hundred and twenty million dollars for Murray Basin Rail. That was that was a promise by the Nap sign government in yeah. um well not sorry it wasn't an election promise it was actually budgeted so it was budgeted in that final budget for so the election year budget um, in two thousand and fourteen. They they put two hundred and twenty million dollars into it, right? Because they said that's all. Well, they said with with the feds. Contributing also 220, the so 440 million dollars will give us this, you know, this, this awesome new, um, uh, you know, uh, network, the rail network for for the northwest or for the Murray Basin. Mm. Um, what happened was then they lost government, and then. Um, Jacinta Allen and ja- the incoming Andrews government, uh, Daniel Andrews and Jacinta Allen and Jala Fulford flew up. Everybody met down at Yelter. I was a councillor at the time, so I went there to have a listen as well. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, we um, we are now going to continue mm-hmm. the project that um, that had been, you know, initiated by the, the previous government. Um, isn't this exciting? Da-da-da-da. All systems go. Mm-hmm. We have to leave it there
2: because we've nearly reached an hour. No, not with you for this week's podcast. Oh, my we re- sorry, No, 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 don't be sorry. We really appreciate you coming on and being so candid with us um, because it is a platform where you can pretty much say whatever you want and um, there are people that listen, So, lots of people that listen. So we're really um, thankful that you gave us so much of your time. You've been very generous with your time and your honesty. So thank you, Ali.
4: It's a pleasure. No worries, guys. Thanks. See you later.
2: To hear the entire unedited interview with Ali, sign up to become a Veil podcast VIP via Patreon from as little as $5 per month. You'll get exclusive and early access to lots of content as well as helping to ensure this podcast keeps being produced. Next, Ben Rogers from Pioneer Ford. Charlie and I take a Ford Ranger XLS Sport for a test drive.
5: Pioneer Ford's end-of-financial-year deals start now. Don't miss the ATO's 150k instant asset write-off. Huge savings on rangers, cracking deals on XLTs, wild tracks and more. Plus massive savings for primary producers. Pioneer Ford, it's worth the drive. All right, thanks. It's not clean.
2: Doesn't matter. Is the inside XLS. clean? XLS. XLS Sport. Nice.
5: We've just loaned this out to a customer today, and customers don't always clean them, but that's fine. We've got a detail here to clean them, so it's our job to clean them. And the customers drop to dry, drive them, and today, Charlie is gonna take it for a spin.
2: Is Charlie in the same outfit that he wore in your ad?
5: No, am I? No, no, he's gone down a bit. In no, i will shorts and thongs. Thongs or thongs? Thongs. <laughs> okay, thongs, thongs, okay. I Anathon? Yeah. Well, I have seen. have oh, Anyway, hey, the man well, mm. um, This is a Ranger XLS Sport, which is a limited run of Rangers. It's based on the popular XLS, but it has the 17 inch black alloy wheels, side steps, the sports bar, the nice black blacked out sports bar, a tub line to protect your tub in the back, all as standard which rep- makes them pretty good value. You still get the SYNC 3 system, reverse camera, Bluetooth cruise control, all the gear. Do you get a couple of drives? You
1: want me to? I'm gonna teach you how to drive. Yeah, okay. you can tell me you through, through the safety pieces. Righto. Wow,
5: this is a little bit more comfy than the AU. A bit be better than now, you. That's yeah, yeah. probably right there. <laughs> this one does have computer. the keyless entry, remote uh, keyless entry start. Has Ford Pass Connect, which means you can start the car with your phone, lock, unlock it, track Whoa. where it is, find how much fuel's in it, not fuel, much, etc. Oh, it says 24k
1: 20. So
5: yeah, right. customers always do that to us. Yeah. That's fine. Dogs. <laughs> Don't call my customers dogs.
1: <laughs>
5: All right. All uh, right. Um, uh, yes. Good. No, actually, you go this way. Somewhere different, so we we'll see the sights of Robbenvale. So the sights of Robbenvale. That's right. It has a sat-nav, so we can put the sat-nav on so we know where we're going in Robbenvale. Nice. i hate to get lost. Sorry oh, that it's a bit a dusty. Short I can uh,
1: already feel it's got a... oh, God. <laughs> I <laughs> trust <laughs> you to find the road. got a bit of get up and go, but um, not this
5: one
2: to go. How's it turn, Charlie?
5: Awesome. Is the steering actually pretty light? Yeah.
2: Lighter than the AU? Yes,
5: a lot lighter than the AU. That'd be the electric-assisted power steering, mate. <laughs> oh, wow, it's
2: like it you know not have
5: really good nice. at this. Yeah, have you done it, this for it, a job It before? actually is a bit of a hobby of mine. And it has the lane-keeping aid, which can help you keep on the road if you start to veer off over the white lines in the centre or off the side of the road. It'll actually put torque on the steering wheel and steer you back nice. in the centre. Yeah, has your car got that My charge? car does it. Yeah. yeah. Same sort of system. Uh, the Enduro. I like the Enduro. It is a good little car, the Enduro. Mm. Very economical. Could hairdressers all over the world have
2: them. <laughs> 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 and me Charlie and his hairdresser, hairdresser cars. <laughs> well, because well, he had the choice just then, or he's been itching to drive the Puma. Only because it's been talked up so much.
5: Mm. And and, um, I want to see what the hype's about. It's a hairdresser that hides his hair. Lack <laughs> yeah. like of it. A... Under
2: a driving cap, though. The driving yeah. cap's a lovely addition yeah. today, Charlie. Yes.
5: Well, I knew I was coming in for a special event. Well, in winter, I might need to get one soon too. Well, oh, that'd be good for the Yep. Yeah, we're in a school zone, Charlie. Oh, uh, yeah, so, uh, does this tell me? It actually, does, yes. Oh, it does, You've too. got your speed zone set up there, so it tells you in 40k zone. And you, you can set it to start flashing at you and alert you if you go over the speed limit via a tolerance factor that you set from 1 km an hour to 5 or 10 km an hour.
1: Well, on the, the last uh, drive, Ben, we, uh, we took the AU through its um <laughs> for its paces, and uh, we did do a, a north to 100. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was a north to 100 Charles? 11.5 seconds. <laughs> I feel like my reaction time was really good. <laughs> it, it is a bit tight, the AU. <laughs> so, we can do the same thing with this. I reckon this has got to go, a lot more going on
5: Yeah, well, I think you're probably right there.
2: What kind of suspension's this got in it, Ben?
5: Um, Really good suspension. It is a, le- <laughs> the, the rear has got a leaf, suspring, sp- leaf sprung suspension in the rear, which is great for carrying heavy loads. So that's what gives it the load carrying capacity and the capacity to tow bigger loads. Right.
2: What is the towing capacity on this? Three and a half tonne, Jade. Gee whiz, that's a lot, <laughs> Ben.
5: It is a lot. It's good for towing caravans, speed boats. Cars on car trailers. Anything Charlie's
2: be laughing because he ha- doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> I do. I know
5: you put stuff in the back and it can pull a <laughs> lot of it and it does not Whatever. Good well, idea. The cross combined mass can be up to six ton on these, Charlie. Nice. Really? That's in, and, and in the back. Yeah. Oh, the weight of the vehicle isn't what you can tow, so. Up to six ton. Oh, no. It's a dog. He's a cute puppy. He's not a well behaved puppy, by no, look him. but look at it. He's dragged off the road. It's all well, right. You know what? This drives a lot, and you expect it to, but it drives like a car. No, well, that's. Rangers do drive like a car, and a lot of people use them as their family vehicle because they are so smooth on the road. And instead of a boot, you've got a huge space in the back that you can put stuff. You feel a lot more shopping in the back of ute than you can a car. Mm. Imagine if you put a canopy on, put heaps on. 20Ks? It's all right limits my time with you, Charlie, unfortunately. It's uh-huh. no good. for <laughs> extends it till we get RAC, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, better put some fuel get back. So, can you see that little green light? On? Oh, I just went out because you put the indicator on. Uh, it Picked up the lane, the edge of the road, so it right. notifies you that it's got the edge of the road. So if you do start to veer off, it will pull you back in the center.
2: Which the AU doesn't do that, Charlie. No, it didn't, didn't do that. Well, we can do the 0-100 again. Yeah, let's do it again. We'll do it here, we are within the
1: last
5: one. 0-100 times in a Ranger. Yeah. Never
1: done it yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> just to compare it to the AU, I'll oh, wait for this car, but... And yeah, that car's probably good idea. No, you. No, well, I'm not going to go straight for him. At... When you're ready there, Jake.
2: Hang on. Okay, we're ready in five, three, two, one. cue in.
0: Chicken. Whoa!
1: Real the power of that five cylinder. (laughs) Wow, it's better than that. AU, just
2: saying. Don't knock the AU mate. AU's good. And with that. Surely not. What was that? That was like 13 seconds. But I feel like you backed off as soon as you felt the traction control nah, uh, kick in. I felt like you backed off. Charge, yeah I probably Yeah,
1: that's it true. I probably could have put it in the manual and took the traction control off. It's yeah. all those safety features a bit. So what do you
5: say? If I take my hands off, it should drag me in. Yeah. So if you steer across to the centre of the road, see the line goes orange there. And if you don't react, it should go a bit further. So good.
1: We're going to a car! car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's
5: Sorry, okay. let's edit that out. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, Maybe we should go this way. Yeah, see, if you look out the steering wheel. Oh, it might be disabled for the L8 part. I don't know He was driving it last. So, do you feel it put the torque on the steering wheel? Did it vibrate the steering wheel? No. Must no, it's
2: t- it must be switched off. But the lines are on
5: there. Yeah, but you can have it on two modes. One just does a little vibration through the steering wheel. And you can set the sensitivity.
2: Yeah, the are yeah. going to run out of fuel. Yeah. Brakes work alright, Jade. Brakes yeah, work. brakes work really
5: well. Brakes work really well. Hang on, Jade. Pioneer Ford's end of financial year deal start now. Don't miss the ATO's 150k instant asset write-off. Huge savings on Rangers, cracking deals on XLTs, wild tracks and more. Plus massive savings for primary producers. Pioneer Ford, it's worth the drive. Sure is, Charles.
1: Yes, and. Uh up's tax time, so you no. Know. Mm.
2: Now I I haven't paid much attention because I don't when it comes to admin and tax and stuff. Is the instant asset write off has that no, been extended again? Yeah, it was still going. Yeah, yeah, it goes up until June thirty this Are we getting year. null on here? What are we getting null on here? Yeah, we we need to actually. I need to reach out to him because I call, need to. Because I was talking to Louis that day. Yeah, Louis Bulzomi. Yeah, you know what? He could be the podcast editor. Free yeah. me up four hours a week, that'd be really good. Yeah. <laughs> or at least get... he's playing footy for Robin Vale, isn't he? Is he? Yes, he's playing in the reserve. I've seen him at. I saw him the first night because, uh, oh, Thursday Night Meals, this will come out on Friday, but Thursday Night Meals are back on.
1: Um, he has just bought a house in Mildura, so he may not be travelling down as much as, as often.
2: Uh, whatever. Like you yeah. have abandoned the veil. I'd say that. You've abandoned the veil and I'm <laughs> deeply hurt, Charles. Abandoned. You have? I've abandoned. Really? What would you call it? Selling out? No. Um, I'm yeah. here all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah, As long as you keep coming, that's yeah. all I'm going to say. Don't abandon us yeah. and think you're I too won't. cool now.
1: Well, you know, it's uh, anyway, It's, this was, it's this... mainly career things.
2: Mm-hmm. That... Well, selling your house isn't a career thing.
1: Well, it is because <laughs>
2: because someone offered
1: it, <laughs> offered yeah. you cash for it. No, um, no, because uh, like it wasn't worth me having it here.
2: If that makes sense. You weren't didn't have it. I wasn't using it. Didn't have it negatively geared for tax reasons. No, no,
1: uh. I'm shit at that too.
2: Well, I, someone to I thought Noel was your accountant. Yeah, No,
1: yeah, he is, but you've got to go and pay to give advice and I'm um, too much of a tyrant.
2: You'd rather be putting it into Byron Bay holidays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's fair enough too. But we were talking Same about Louis um, and, yes, he has been playing, I think he's been playing in the resis. Oh, huh. yeah. he didn't say that when I was talking to him. Well, I, w- I remember walking into a Thursday night um, f- into the club rooms for dinner one night and I saw this face, g'day, Jade, and I'm like, g'day. It just didn't click who it was. And that happens with me, you know, head injury. I'm still going to play the head injury thing. Um, You can only claim that for so long. No, I can't, mate. I'm still, (laughs) you saw me before, I'm still having random dizzy spells. Like it's Is that what that was? Yeah. Yeah. So I just need to like take a break and go, whoa, just let me come back down.
1: I always had uh, triple O on uh, speed (laughs) (laughs) dial. I wasn't having a stroke. Mm.
2: Uh, Anyway, the drop-in centre, there's been a couple of changes. Are we allowed to say that? I did ask uh, Anita, uh, Anthony oh, is no yeah, longer, he's yes. yeah, so I did um, email Anita during the week and ask if someone could come in, but um, maybe next week, hopefully we could get Esther or Billy.
1: Yes, also, um, uh, people are a bit confused about how to get to it, Yep. so um, we're going to do a video, Yeah, we're we? going to do a video, yes. And it will be up on the Rumba Houston Suicide Prevention Network. Yes, yes. Um, Facebook page and also the website,
2: Yeah, and we'll send it to RDHS as well so they can use it as well. We'll put it on the 40 – we'll put it everywhere so people know that you don't have to walk into the main primary care reception. And sit in the big – And sit in the big waiting room. Yeah. You can go the next – the old entrance. Yeah. The old hospital entrance. Not far from where the, the pathology is. Yeah. So the next, the sliding doors. Yeah, yeah. You can go in there, and there's a waiting room there yeah. that's screened off, isn't it? Yeah. It used, to yeah. yeah. So you can go in there. It's much more private because I know that can be a barrier.
1: Yeah. Um, so you don't even have to go into so. the main office and talk to the people behind the counter. Yeah.
2: You don't need to book. You can just go in there and yeah. wait. You know, play on your phone, have some quiet time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we will do it. We'll do a video now. Let's talk about the census real quick because I've got to go to the dentist. Oh, good. I'd have some fillings. First no, but, fillings. Are you going at two thirty? Actually, yes. No, 2 o'clock. And it's 2 o'clock now. What so. are you doing it? Well, I don't. I'm i a professional. I'm oh. going to finish my job so I can edit it tomorrow and I don't have to be up till 2 o'clock in the morning. All oh, right, good. Yes, um,
1: yes so what you say? The census. The census, yeah. yes.
2: We need to – August 10th is the census. You'll notice that there has been some new population signs go yeah, up. Yeah, I noticed that
1: too. Yes. But just mm. so people are aware, they're mm. not official. No, So it's you, us. Yeah, you need to fill out your census. Yes. And actually – People that are, you know, if they're living on your farm.
2: Yeah, make sure you include everyone. It's so important for – because even though we've got the population study done, the Commonwealth, like any level of government and government agencies, bureaucracies, don't accept those figures. We put it as Ambulance footnotes. Thank Victoria,
1: don't care. No, about.
2: exactly. No one does. We put it on footnotes as council on everything that goes out, that our actual population is blah, blah, blah. But unless it's an ABS statistic when we're talking about agencies coming back to town, because we've lost a lot of agencies Mm -hmm. recently. Mallee Family Care have gone. Haven have been gone for a while. Madass have now closed their office here. Really? Yeah. Um, And now it's – you have a look down the main street. When was the last time you went down Perrin Street? Just today. Just then. Yeah, Madass is not there anymore. Um, which is really sad. So we've lost some big agencies mm. and uh, that is because of, you know, official population. So that needs to change. We have a chance. All of us have a chance to change it on August the 10th. So please do. Yeah. Yeah. That'd, that'd be great. Be yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talk about a professional outfit here. Yeah. Anyone would think I'd been in radio before. I oh, know. Actually, someone said to me the other day, wow, well, you do the podcast thing so well. And I'm like, well, it kind of used to be my job. Yeah. For a long time. Hmm. It didn't so used to you be well you might hope so. Well, you, you'd want to hope so, yes. And I would have thought, like, I know it took me a long time to get okay at it. What? I'd, I'd have hoped you'd sort of <laughs> cotton onto that. <laughs> so oh, you expect me to in. be okay. <laughs> oh, right. No, just, you know, with the, anyway, whatever. Yeah, that's never going to happen. No. Well, yeah. I think you are getting, I remember, I should pull out the first one, the first time that you came in. Remember when we were at the Sentinel? Yeah. Uh, and we found, oh my gosh, Charles. In fact, we might play a bit of that later. That'd be fun. Mm, maybe next week I'll pull some out. Yeah. Good. That would be fun. Who's coming in next week? I haven't told, who are you, <laughs> you going to find? Hey, I got early
1: this week, didn't I? No.
2: Who booked her?
1: You, but I said me suggested. <laughs> Exactly.
2: So I am the host, the producer, the director, hey, and the editor. I've never
1: said I'm um, nothing else but the logs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's true. Yeah. I've, no, you have never said you are here to bring the lols, and that is all. But I've had a few people say that Charlie doesn't even bring the lols anymore. So can you? No, Hater's
1: says. gonna
0: hate.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. okay, righto. We might get Ben in next week. Mm. We, he probably needs to give us a fishing update.
1: From Vente. the Veil Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au